Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. This is episode 86, and I have a question for you. Have you ever woken up at approximately 3 a.m. in the morning? It's weird. For years, I would wake up sometime between 3 and 4 a.m., and often at exactly the same minute, regardless of when I went to bed. This went on for so long that I started to think it was some sort of a weird sign, like I, I really wasn't sure what was going on. But then one day I was listening to Wayne Dyer and he talked about waking up at 3 a.m. and how he felt great inspiration at that time, how he would write so much of his acclaimed work during those early morning hours. And then one day, Jennifer Anderson stood up and announced that she had created a journal called 3 a.m. with God, specifically for recording the thoughts and inspirations that she feels so distinctly during this all too common phenomenon of waking up at 3 a.m. So stay tuned today and we will hear about how she felt inspired to create this and her work to help people leverage inspiration from God to invigorate their communities, their work, and their lives. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Jennifer Anderson is well-established in her career as a national and international consultant. She is a strategist that helps companies retain their top talent, and she's a sought-after speaker about career management. She has a whole different gig going on than this 3 a.m. with God thing. She's made guest appearances on KSL News, on the Matt Townsend Show, different various podcasts, and the Deseret News. She's published in Forbes and is ranked as a top 40 to follow on Twitter. So let's get her whole story of how she goes from this established career in national and international consulting to feeling the inspiration to sort of lean toward a journal that explores what we're doing up at three in the morning. Jennifer, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Hi, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to, to get into a fun and open discussion with you about this. How does a, a top business consultant end up creating a journal? Well, this top business consultant finds herself to be a woman of faith and a woman connected to God. And I am always looking for ways to tap into my higher power and to make sure that I am I'm doing all those things that he would have me do with the time that I've been granted here on the earth. It's funny because, you know, here I think about I'm dealing with tech companies and engineering firms and all this stuff, helping them to engage with their employees and helping these managers really, really have awesome relationship with their people. And, and I don't even know how many of the people I've consulted with or coached are, would consider themselves a God-fearing person because it just never really comes up in those kind of conversations, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, relig religion is most often kept out of the workplace, I think. That's just, a, it's a different level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yet, at the same time, when I stop and I reflect on it, like, I know there are a lot of people that I've crossed paths with who absolutely feel some kind of sense of spirituality in their life and recognize it. And, and they may call it different things, you know, from 
higher power to God, to the universe, to, you know, whatever. But, you know, there's a ton of that that's out there. And I know that's the case. And, and I do know for a fact, there are some people who are very much a, a religious type person who I've, who I've crossed paths with, but again, like we just, we just don't get into it. So I, again, you know, I'm the type of person I've been living my life and, and I do like to pray and I do like to meditate and ponder and I do like to journal and I do like to read scriptures and I do like to read things that talk about spiritual stuff. You know, there's just so many books and cool things out there and whatnot. So I'm constantly absorbing that. And so it's just, it's just part of who I am. So when I got that three o'clock in the morning date with Heavenly Father, you know, and he woke me up and... Well, and, how long? How long have you been waking up at three in the morning? Oh, girl, for so I don't even know—a long time, years. Okay, so what did that look like for you? What did you do during those three o'clock waking moments? Well. So, I mean, when I first would wake up, you know, it was kind of those things like, like the way how I'm awakened is different. You know, sometimes it's, I mean, it's like the legitimate gotta go pee, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, gotta go, you know, and then I get up and then I look at the clock and now I've just trained myself. I always just look at the clock, you know, but I kind of, I don't know if I've trained myself. I think most people, when you wake up, you kind of think, oh, what time is it? And you look at the clock, right? We just, a lot yeah. of us I, I can relate to, to yeah. the waking up to go pee and the, yeah. <laughs> and the looking at the clock to see what time it is. Right. How much sleep did I get? How long did I make it before I woke yeah. up? Yeah, right, right, exactly. So, you know, it's funny is as I've talked to men about this too, a lot of them are, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I've got to get up and go pee in the middle of the night too. And so, so it's not just like a lady thing, right? We don't have to, we're not the only ones with small bladders. You know, but it's, it wasn't just looking or waking up with the need to go to the bathroom, it was also like I hear something in the house or I have a two-year-old. And so back like in the last couple of years, you know, she's been like this infant, newborn, toddler thing where in the middle of the night, you know, she'll call out, mama, mama. And I'm going, a child, <laughs> go back to bed. <laughs> you know? For anybody who's a parent, you totally know what I'm talking about. In fact, my little baby girl, I call her my co-creator because there are several times when she wakes me up and I go and I console her, you know, cuddle her, put her back to bed. You know, it's like a three to five minute, you know, deal with her. And then I'm awake enough and it's like, and I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, okay, it's like 311 or 344, you know, whatever it is in the morning. And I'm going, okay, God, I'm up. What do you got for me? You know, let's, let's have a, let's have a chat. You know, here we go. And so some really cool stuff has come to me during that time when Sarah, my baby girl, helped wake me up. And so, uh, so that's why I call her my co-creator. But I mean, there are even times, Lori, where it's like, seriously, I feel like it's like a voice in my head that just says, wake up. You know, when, you, when you're talking about your kids waking you up or, you know, just bodily functions, whatever, that's, that's part of the time, sure. But I would say that for me, consistently... It's more that your eyes just open. Like I'm just, I don't even know that I hear anything. I'm not even sure what wakes me up. It's just all of a sudden I'm awake and I roll over and I look at the clock and it's sometime between three and four o'clock. But the weird thing, and I don't even know that I would have necessarily recognized how weird it was. Maybe there's some sleep therapist on here that knows the answers to this, but it was always like right around three o'clock, between three and three ten, or between mm -hmm. sometimes.
sometime between three and four, like even if I'd gone to bed at nine, it was the same thing. If I'd gone to bed at midnight, it was the same thing. It, it wasn't like I was getting in a certain number of hours. It was just like there's this three o'clock magic hour thing. So when you stood up in that networking group and said, you know, 3 a.m. with God journal, it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a prevalent, interesting and bizarre, mysterious sort of thing. But it, but you're not alone in the world. Yeah, I know. It's so true. And it's been fun as I've talked to a variety of people. It's all over the place. People are getting this. And so for me, my time, a lot of, a lot of times it's 327. Hmm. So there's, you know, I think a lot of us, there's a kind of a, a consistent thing there. And, and that's one of the things actually in the journal, I, so it's not just like a journal where there's just like lined pages. Cause I've had people say like, Oh, can I just use any notepad? I'm like, well, sure. Yeah. Just write it down. But the point of this journal is it has places in there where you write down the specific information. And one of the things is what time are you awakened and what woke you? And so the idea the reason why I wanted to make sure that was in there is I think it's important that we pay attention to trends that are happening for us. And I've noticed that self for myself as well. Like when I'm really having a, a good run of meditative time or pondering time, prayer time, scripture time, you know, some of the, the routines that happen with all of that, I think it really starts to lead you toward having more inspiration. But I noticed again, you know, with the times, how important that is to write it down. And, and then you, and then you start to see those patterns that are happening for you. And then now I've been doing this, been writing them down for so long, keeping track. I'm noticing some interesting trends when I'm awakened around two versus three versus four. It's kind of, it's really interesting to see how. Okay, so, so what else is in the journal? This is a journal. The cover says 3am with God, spiral bound. And then, so what are the pages like then? You've got a place to record what time you wake up and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then what your what your what woke you up, and then also what the inspiration is. And then there's a thing in there, a little um, checkbox to remind you to offer a prayer of gratitude for the source of the of the um, inspiration, and then go back to bed. And then when you come back to the journal during your normal waking hours, you can look at it and look at the information that you wrote down from the inspiration the night before. And then there's sections in there about. What do you do as far as following up, next steps? There's some additional lined pages because I found for myself that I, like originally I was just writing down my, my um, promptings on little post-it notes and I would stick it inside my journal, but I wanted to keep everything together. So I added lined pages to the design of the journal because I wanted to kind of write out some stuff. Maybe I had some planning around, you know, an idea that I got or, you know, whatever. And so, um, or maybe I just wanted to journal about what I was inspired. So I added those lined pages in there. And then there are some really great quotes and stuff throughout the whole journal, uh, inspirational quotes. And it's, again, it's non-denominational. So I've got quotes in there from people from like Mother Teresa to Bob Marley to the Dalai Lama to Ben Franklin. <laughs> it's like a lot yeah, a lot of wise people out there. Yeah, I know, right? And that's actually, it was kind of a fun process to go through and, and gather all these quotes. Man, it was oh, so many good quotes from different people, but I was really looking for quotes and evidences from, you know, we're talking multiple centuries of people who are recognizing how God really has, you know, prompted them to do something and taking action on those promptings and that inspiration that you're getting. So it was kind of fun to see and put compile all that. And what's, then your I, fav- what's your favorite quote? Oh, that's like asking to pick a favorite kid. Come on, Lori. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's just, one of your favorites, Some, one of them that really stands out. Okay, this is from, this is from Irma Bombeck, and she said, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left, 
and could say, I used everything you gave me. I want to jump back before we get in too far and get your actual story of how you felt like you were inspired to create this because I know just from our discussions that you you're you're very well accomplished in your career and and you're headed in a direction like you say working with engineers and people that are very data driven a, a lot less spiritually inclined and more technically inclined and then all of the sudden or I don't know if it's all of a sudden, but there's this transition in your life and this inspiration toward creating something that's really very different than what you've been doing. Can you tell us that story? What happened? I've been for years writing down things, inspiration that's coming. And then last July, I got the inspiration specifically to write, to create the journal. So this was a 3 a.m. moment. And I remember writing it down and thinking, oh, that's a good idea to have a journal specifically for this. And then I thought, okay, we'd all, they'll be good for me to create that. And then I kind of, I just like set it aside for a minute. But at the same time, it was like, like inside my heart and my gut was like, holy cow, like this is powerful. <laughs> but I don't know if that's ever happened to you, Lori, or any of your listeners where you have those moments where you go, okay, I'm on to something here. Like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm on to something. I mean, I can just imagine like Madame Curie when she was figuring out penicillin or, you know, somebody who's, I don't know, whatever, just any of these, you know, smart people that are out there. It's just like, you just kind of get that gut little thing. It's almost like it's hard to swallow, like, holy cow, like there's something about this. And I remember in that moment, it it was just like, it was, (laughs) it sounds so crazy. I know, but it's like 3am with God, like, God's talking to us at 3 a.m. So I, I was like, okay, maybe I should look for the website. Okay, I'm just going to look. And I went online and I noticed that 3 amwithgodcom was available. And I'll tell you what, Lori, I could not pull my credit card out fast enough to buy that thing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know where this is going, but I got to have this website. I'm like, ah, oh, you know. And so... I purchased it and then just sat on it. And then it was like, maybe a month later, I was with some girlfriends and I said, you guys, I kind of had this like weird thing that happened at 3 a.m. with God. And, and I told them and they're like, oh my gosh, that, wait, like a journal for like, this is amazing and create it. What? Just go for it. And then, and then two of my friends, because I was out to lunch with multiple friends, two of them said, well, like, did you create it yet? Like, can I, can I get it now? And I stopped and I looked at him and I said, like, you, you want this? You want like a journal like this? And they said, yeah, I want to buy it now. And I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm in the process of making it, but I don't, it's not available for purchase yet. And they said, you need to let us know as soon as it's available. And it was, these are two women who were very, very spiritual, just really good women, entrepreneurial moms, wives, just lot, just like a lot of stuff going on in their lives, very much tapped into God and getting inspiration from Him. And I think it was a bit of that validation from them that they needed it too, and they wanted it too. And I thought, I so back to that feeling of, I'm onto something here, it was immediately validated that yes, there are other people who are doing this and want this and they need this. Validating the business idea before you actually create it is such a sound <laughs> principle. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? I mean, such a, what, what an awful idea, right? <laughs> so, 
but at this point, I mean, I was already like creating it. I was already in the process of kind of scoping out how I wanted it to look, you know, and kind of going through some of those iterations and stuff. But it was, yeah, it was cool to, they hadn't even seen it yet, right? It was just the idea behind it. They're going, holy moly, we, we want our, you know, we want this. So that was just early on. So that was uh, July, August, last, so last summer. And then, and then after that, it was just kind of brewing. I, I don't share a ton about my spiritual stuff with people all the time. There's just kind of a small circle of people. So I wasn't like really you know, open about it with a ton of people, but I was just kind of slowly letting it build and grow and gathering information and having my own 3am experiences and writing them down and, and continuing to write them on post-it notes. And every time I would have a 3am moment, <laughs> I was like, I gotta finish the journal. <laughs> you know, so. What kind of support did you feel coming from God to do this? Because, you know, if he asks mm-hmm. you to do something, he's usually there to help you along the way. Did you feel continued support in doing it? Mm-hmm. I think the continued support also came with the gentle nudging from a loving Heavenly Father saying, it's okay. Like, I, I got your back. Just do it. Just stay on this path. And you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I'm going to smooth the path out in front of you. So anytime I would get promptings to do something, I would, I would write it down. And, and then I would have these moments of okay, yeah, I'll get to it. Because, I mean, keep in mind, you know, meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm a mom and a wife and a bonus mom. That's why I, I don't call my stepkids my stepkids. I call my bonus kids, you know, a bonus mom. And I'm running a business and I have employees and I've got these networking things. That I'm just like, you know, so I still have a very, very busy life. So I was like, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But deep down inside, there's this gnawing feeling, like deep down in my gut of like, we got to get on this. And then... I finally was like, okay, I'm going to pull the trigger. And I had identified somebody who could help me, you know, because I'm not a designer. Like I'm good with coming up with the idea, but I'm not good at like making it look pretty, right? And I don't want to learn Photoshop and InDesign and all that stuff. I'm, I'm a firm believer in delegating to people who are experts in their space. <laughs> right, me too. Stick with what you're good at and let the other people do what they're good at. <laughs> right, absolutely. So, so I identified somebody and then she was like on vacation for a month. And I, and I just immediately had this thought of, oh, maybe I'm not really supposed to be using her. Or maybe I'm not really supposed to. Because it was like a month. <laughs> She's gone. For like, what? You know, and I'm going, I'm getting these nudges to do this. And then I remember like the very next day having a 3M moment. And God's like, no, I want you to use her to, to, to design this. Just wait. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, I can do that. So it's things like that where it was all along the way, I would have an idea to use somebody or a resource or create whatever. And then I would literally have a 3M with God moment around getting validation from God that yes, what I was thinking is the right path that he wanted me to take. In your bio, you claim to be an expert in recognizing how God is communicating with us. When I read that, I was specifically interested in that because I am so not an expert in how God is communicating with me. In fact, it's like my constant struggle. So I've been working on that for as long as I can remember of trying to decipher, trying to understand, trying to know if he is and, and if he isn't and that kind of thing. So what, what tips, how, if you're an expert at it, what can you share with us about recognizing when God's talking to you and what it is he saying? 
Well, I think one thing that's important is as an individual person, you need to first ask God, how is he going to communicate with you? So long before this 3M with God stuff happened, I had spent some time really understanding that whole concept of how is God talking to me and paying attention to it. So I would pray, literally say, okay, how is it you're going to communicate with me? And then when he would tell me, okay, this is what I so then I would hear it, you know, and, and so for me, one of the ways that I know for sure he communicates with me is a message will show up in multiple forms in a very short period of time, like in a day or two days or three days. So it'll be like a quote, it'll be a song, it'll be a scripture, and a friend of mine will say something that are all totally in line with what I had the prompting around. So it's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's, and so for me, that's, that's how I know, but it starts first with, here's the whisperings of the spirit telling me something. And then it's backed up, you know, with, with more of that again, validating it. Okay. I, I can get on board with that because I, I recognize those things in my life too. Okay, good. So right. when that's happening, Lori, he is talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Lori, listen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is right from God through me to you. He's talking to you. So, but I think it's important that each person, you know, we're so individual, Lori. I think that's important. So, you know, for everybody who's listening to this podcast, like, recognize that you have your own relationship with your higher power. You know, how, what is your relationship with God? And take that time to find out how is he communicating to you. And then trust that that's how he's communicating with you and listen for that. And then when he's prompting you to do something, like, do it. That's the other thing that I'm an expert at and have had many people over, oh, at least the last decade of my life for sure tell me, you're really good at taking action on that which you're prompted to do. I'm like, yep, I am. Which is huge. That's key. I think that mm -hmm. we're taught that if God speaks with you and you take action, he can trust you to do what he needs and you, you get more mm -hmm. communication. So. Yeah, I think that's a really big step. Um, how do you foresee this moving forward, this 3AM with God project? Because it's a big project for you. So you st started steering more of your life and your time toward it, toward promoting it, toward letting people know about it. So where do you see it going? Well, all I partially, how I see it going is I'm in the passenger seat and God's driving. So I'm kind of alone for the ride. That's kind of nice. <laughs> nice. And along the way, I feel kind of uniquely ready for this too because of all of my years of speaking at conferences, mastermind groups, social media stuff, um, my coaching, my consulting, like all of this, like so many pieces that I've done before through my consulting, you know, that were all career development related. So what I see happening, and I'm already having people ask me like, okay, now what's next? Because people are getting the journal and they're like, this is cool, but what more can you do for me, Jen? You know, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. So the next step that's going to happen are going to be some webinars. And then I'm already putting together a retreat because I, there are a lot of people I've talked to like, okay, I'm getting this inspiration, I'm writing it down and I'm needing some help on how to actually put this inspiration into action. So are these retreats going to be like nighttime retreats where we all get together in our pajamas and wake up at three and write? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm hoping. Oh my gosh, how bright would that be? You know, we're like in some cool cabin and some mountaintop somewhere, you know, and all of a sudden all these little bedroom lights, blink, 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 blink. <laughs> so cool. 
I got I got to tell you, last night I woke up at three o'clock again, almost exactly, and there was nothing in my head. There, there nothing except, gosh, I sure hope I can go back to sleep again. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I got a day tomorrow. I got. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And you know what's interesting is I have those moments where I am awakened around three o'clock and. And it's like, okay, I'm chilling. I'm sitting here and, you know, I got my little routine about, you know, what I'm doing and, and, and what's your, what's your routine at three in the morning? So at three in the morning. So I, I actually leave my bedroom. Some people stay in their bedroom and they write stuff down, but with my husband, like he, he won't really wake up, but I just have gotten up and and plus I'm going to go like a lot of times I'm going to get up and then I got to go pee. So Instead of using the, the bathroom in my master bedroom, I'll just go right down the hallway and use the restroom. And then I'll go, I sit Indian style and I put my hands in a meditative way so that my hands are cupped and they're facing up towards the sky. Open, open. open. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. So that's a very, you know, from yoga meditative space, that's a really powerful thing you'll see people do in the yoga studio. And it's just, you're just receiving whatever's coming to you. And then, you know, for me, it's just clearing my mind. So I, because I've got so much going on, I wake up and it's like, okay, is he asking, is, is he going to give me inspiration about my husband? Is it my kid? Is it my bonus kids? Is it something about the business? Is it something about one of my neighbors? Like, oh, did I have to do something with the car? Like, you know, like, it's like, okay, stop. <laughs> wait what happens <laughs> yeah exactly so I have a I have actually a sign here over my desk it's from Psalm 4610 the the scripture it says be still and know that I am God so I've I've really learned to still my mind and so what I try to do is just clear my mind and I'll give myself sometimes a minute just to kind of let some that monkey chatter cruise through my mind and then and then I just really focus on just peace. And one thing you'll see on the three and with God journal is that the cover has kind of like a celestial, it's like a, it's a sky scape that has, you know, the, the stars and, and, and matter unorganized, if you will. So I kind of envision myself just being in space and just, just being there. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, like that's where I try to go in my mind because then I'm getting rid of any of my earthly concerns. It's like, okay, this is, even though what God might be prompting me to do is an earthly thing I need to do, like, you know, call somebody or send a note to someone or do some service for somebody or whatever. I just recognize, okay, I, I need to be in God's place. So I try, I try to clear my mind and just put myself in that celestial kind of space. So one of the things that I have noticed as I've listened to other podcasts and people who have interviewed highly successful entrepreneurs is one of the techniques that they use that is like universally, it seems, universally applicable um, techniques that they would not give up and that they attribute their success to is that of of meditation. And mm-hmm. I kind of see what you're doing here is you're, you're taking this space of this time that is quiet, that is removed, the space in the middle of the night that so many of us wake up into and creating a meditative space there that, gosh, you wouldn't even have to work it into your daytime schedule. You can just take a 15, 20 minute in the middle of the night when you wake up and you're in a quiet house and you, you know, you're not having to get the kids to be quiet so you can meditate or finding that extra time slot after a busy day. You're using this space when you would be most likely to be able to hear and, mm-hmm. and be in tune. And that's really interesting. Where can people go to find 
this journal if they are one of these 3 a.m. risers? <laughs> totally. Well, 3amwithgod.com is the, is the website. And so you'll see stuff there. You'll even see stories from people. People are starting to submit to me their stories about 3am with God, but you can purchase it there. And then, and then you can come to Facebook as well. So there's a Facebook page, 3am with God. And why do you think that this is so important right now? Why would God be inspiring you to bring this about at this time? That's a really good question because I think part of it is that I was ready to run with it, right? I've been training, I've been doing my stretches and eating well and, you know, going to all the practices and now I'm ready, I'm ready for him to pass that football and catch it, right? And do the touchdown. So I think there's part of that. Now, could there have been another person who could do this? I think totally, I I have no doubt somebody else could have brought this product to market. But I also think about that the more I talk to people about this concept of recognizing God's talking to you in the middle of the night and writing it down and then doing something with it, more and more I'm hearing from people that they want to confidently step forward and take action. Hmm. And so I don't know if maybe there's a bit of a revival of people feeling like, yeah, like I, I feel called to whatever ministry I'm supposed to have. So and when I say ministry, I use that term very loosely because I think our, our business is our ministry. Our life is our ministry, right? Now, I'm, I'm not talking about going to school and becoming a reverend or a pastor, right? I'm talking about living your life in such a way that you're ministering to others. So, and I kind of feel like there's, like people are getting... Um, maybe more bold and gutsy in recognizing it and being willing to say it, that God is talking to them and that they're getting promptings and they're getting inspiration. You know, one of the things that stands out to me or that, and and this is specific to those of you who are LDS listeners or so the Latter-day Saint church deals a lot with personal revelation. And one of the things that has been pushed a great deal as they've been teaching lately is that of the importance of the individual receiving inspiration from God. It's been a really big theme over the last, at least the last year, maybe more. And so interesting to me that you would feel inspired at this time to also create something that perpetuates that idea idea of the individual having a personal relationship with God and tuning into what God might have to say to them individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and while the LDS church is encouraging that and inviting people to into stepping into that space with God to allow him to communicate with you, I'm still talking to people of all different faiths. And right, who, absolutely. You know, it's still, yeah, so I, I think that just there's, there's more of that. And I think that people are wanting Maybe back to like my career coaching stuff, like the whole rat race, right? <laughs> it's intense. Go, go, go. Corporate, corporate, corporate. And people are kind of like, yeah, I want to work and I want to enjoy my work, but I don't want to, I don't want to go with that frenzied pace anymore. And I am feeling some of these other things that I should be doing or how I should be living my life or who I should be talking to. And they want to have confidence that, that what they're feeling prompted to do, that that is in fact what God wants them to do. And for me personally, I've had tons of testimony building experiences where I feel like not, I feel like I know like, okay, that which God prompted me to do. And I did. And then afterwards, like the feelings that I got while I was doing it and then reflecting, I was like, it's undeniable to me. That's why I say it's a testimony, but like, it's undeniable to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Anybody else would question it. It doesn't matter to me. I know that my God has communicated to me and has trusted me to do X thing. And some of it's small and some of it's big, right? 
And I think that what's cool about the 3M with God journal is that as I'm hearing back from people, like they're loving seeing this written out every time they have one and that accumulation of seeing what he's inspiring them to do then they're really starting to wake up. And it's just kind of cool to see that like light bulb going off over the top of their head around recognizing and again, building that confidence that, yep, he is talking to me. And that's just not me being crazy. I, <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> right. Although I think God likes the crazies, you know, I, <laughs> like me, I'm just crazy enough to do something like this. <laughs> well, and when I was mentioning the teachings coming from the LDS church, I feel like when they teach, they're not just teaching the members of their church. They are giving, you know, revelation and, and ideas to all people, to all God's children. So the idea that God is speaking with everyone is certainly not individual to members of the LDS church. It's to everyone, to all of God's children. And yeah. he, he has things to say to all of us to guide us and direct us. And if we seek and knock on that door, then then he can answer. But it's and and oftentimes I think you're right. It's an accumulation of ideas, looking at the patterns. And so many times the things that we think about in the middle of the night, we forget. I do. You know, I I absolutely forget stuff that I, I will think of I'll have the greatest idea and I will know because it's so powerful that I will remember it in the morning and I'll wake up and have no friggin' idea what that idea was. Yeah, I, I mean know. it will completely gone. So, oh. So yeah. the idea of writing it down in, in a quiet time and taking a, a meditative space for personal spiritual communication mm -hmm. is, is lovely and timely. Final thoughts, lady. What have you got for us? What do you want us to go away remembering? Oh, my heart is so full. I'm just like so thankful to be on the podcast with you and share this. And I'm just like, I want to like leave your listeners with one of the quotes from the journal that I think... Is kind of a cool thing. So I don't know if anybody out there knows the story of Corey Ten Boom, but she is a Dutch lady who helped to save a lot of Jewish people from the Nazis from getting killed during World War II. So she's awesome. And I included a quote from her that she says, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. Be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. And I guess what I would want to leave your listeners with is have a relationship with God. He loves you. He's aware of you. We're all sons and daughters of God. He has known us for a very, very long time. He is aware of us and our talents and what we've come to this earth with. So have a relationship with him and then let him talk to you. Put yourself in that place where you can allow for him to talk to you and listen and, you know, for some people, it may not be three o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it is, you know, so wherever you're getting at. And then keep track of it, write it down and do something with it because you don't know where he's going to lead you to. I myself am on this journey right now, right? I mean, I got 20 years of corporate consulting that I'm kind of going, do I need to walk away from this and kind of go do this other thing? And as I'm focusing more on 3M with God, like, windows and doors are opening like crazy and people are coming on my path at the right time and you know the path is smoothed out in front of me so to me it was an unknown future of what 3m god would be but i'm trusting that to my known god because he is known to me that's what i would think i want to leave your listeners with right now thank you jen that was beautiful thank you Lori. it's wonderful to talk with you about this thank you for having me on your show you are welcome 
Thanks for joining me today for the discussion with Jennifer. If you're one of those 3 a.m. risers, this may be just the ticket for capturing those fleeting nighttime thoughts, inspirations, and dreams. You never know for sure where they're going to take you. Now, I know for a fact that mine is going to end up being weird because sometimes I write things down in the middle of the night that seem like the most stellar ideas, sheer brilliance. And then when I read them in the morning, it's like, what? <laughs> Why did I think wearing striped tights and drawing pictures of gargoyles was a good idea? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I maybe should not keep track of what I'm thinking about in the middle of the night. But maybe you should. And maybe once I get my 3 a.m. journal with God, maybe I'll start finding patterns in what I'm thinking. Those gargoyles will start making sense. No. <laughs> You're probably going to get better ideas than I do. So head to the show notes for the links to get your own journal and to find Jennifer if you want more information on her. And while you're there on the site, sign up for the 21-day challenge, guys. 21 life hacks, one of them sent to you every day that help you to create a life story that's so beautiful and full of such rich experiences that you wouldn't get without the challenge because you wouldn't be do, doing and creating these simple things. Move your life story forward. Sign up for the 21-day challenge. Create that possibility. Create that connection. Create those experiences that are just waiting to happen through this guided set of challenges. You can also get the free audiobook key to your super self how your stories unlock your power this free audiobook is about the stories we tell ourselves and how the stories that are going on in our minds can either empower us or they can hold us back um it's a good book just sign up all you have to do is put in your name your email it'll come straight to you you can either read it as an ebook or as an audiobook as always, leave your comments on the website. And if you would leave a review on iTunes, I would sure appreciate it. Share the love, people. Share this podcast with a friend, and I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.